0: hello everyone hope that everyone's doing well this is just andrew from the future here just giving a little bit of note on why there haven't been really a whole lot of uploads recently so tori and i were just focusing on finals for a while just trying to get through the end of the school year and then we were both moving home so now we are both at our respective homes so we're just trying to figure out how to still record and uh to get episodes out to you guys so i'm sure that we get that going soon um there might be a a couple of solo episodes from me just to get the ball rolling a little bit as we try to just figure out how how to work things out and the times to record and all all of that good stuff we both appreciate your understanding and we will we are hoping to at least get on a semi-regular uh release schedule again um but i mean i guess we'll see how that goes but yeah so this this episode that you're about to listen to this was the f- the last episode that we recorded before we both left for the year and went back home so that's why we're still together so i hope you guys enjoy this episode <laughs>
1: to the podcast, Confused and Homicidal. We're so happy to have you here. Yes, welcome back. We've been having so much fun. We wanted to thank you for tuning in again. It means so much to both of us.
0: Yeah, for sure. We've had so much fun with this, and we hope you guys are too. I'm not sure what our last episode is going to be, because I don't know when this one is going out (laughs) specifically. I kind of just came across this case, and I was like, I need to do this now. Andrew was
1: so excited about it. Like, he texted me like all caps was like i i found this case like i'm doing it and he just started claiming a bunch of other cases he was doing too
0: yes so I, just, I i
1: i just he did all of this research today and he has 10 handwritten pages of notes
0: <laughs> yeah it's kind of a lot but well, it, it's fun. <laughs> it, it's a decent amount i wish i had more but i don't and we'll get back to that yeah. we'll we'll get to that in, in a little bit this... but if you might have guessed, this week I am homicidal,
1: and I'm confused.
0: Yes, but yeah, this this case, ooh, man, it's 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 interesting, and okay. we'll we'll get into why. Yeah,
1: and we'll, if
0: so, if if you haven't caught on, the my last few episodes have not been in the United States. They've taken place in uh, Russia and. Canada. In Canada, um, just places outside of the United States. But this time, that isn't true. This is my first U.S. case. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm really excited. So I kind of just became a hyper fixated on this case. Today. Today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then I, I I called Tori, and I was just like, we need to record this tonight. I did all of this research. We're doing this now. And she was mm-hmm. just like, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think how many hours it's been that you've had this case because we were recording it the same night that you found this case and you had class this morning.
0: I did. (laughs) Yeah, it was like dinner when I found it.
1: So, yeah, it's been like six hours. Yeah, probably.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yes, so if you haven't listened to our other episodes, go and listen to those. They're Mm -hmm. great.
1: Yep. But you're yes, so much fun. But you're here now, so let's listen <laughs> to this one too.
0: This is the case of Alonzo Brooks. Alonzo Brooks was born on May nineteenth of nineteen eighty in Topeka, Kansas. He was the youngest of five children. He had three older sisters and one older brother. He grew up in a family, and his I mean, everyone grows up in a family, but
1: I mean, I hope so.
0: <laughs> From what I could tell, his mom was a single mother. He was described as a kind, sweet, and a little shy, but a playful kid who he he was loving and fun. And really, he seemed to get along with everyone. There really weren't any instances in his life where he really had any beef with anyone or he never really got into trouble. He was a a good kid. (laughs) So in Topeka, Kansas, that's a little bit more of a little bit more of a city rather than a rural area.
1: For given the area, it's a city. (laughs) Yes. Probably the big city people are just like, "Ah, Topeka, Kansas, not a city at all. (laughs) And then, yeah, you've got like, well, I'm from a rural area. So it's like, really? It's huge.
0: Yeah, let's see. I'm I'm kind of curious the population. Yeah, me too. I'm looking it up.
1: Because, yeah, well... Topeka,
0: Kansas, popular. Andrew is from
1: a very large city. I'm from a tiny town that can't even be considered a town. <laughs> like, it is not even a town. It's a village, technically. And yeah. we're probably getting close to a hudlet. Which oh, is, man. Like, when it's below 550. Oh, wow.
0: That's really tiny. I could never... I come from a city of millions, so... yeah. <laughs> That seems unfathomable for me, that, but that's just, Yeah. the population of Topeka, Kansas is 126,397.
1: That's re- that's pretty good. Yeah.
0: So it's that's that's a decently, decently sized, sized.
1: And it's their capital, so it makes sense.
0: Yeah. So that's, and that, that census was taken in 2019. So yeah, but as his siblings got older and moved out, Alonzo and his mother moved to Gardner, Kansas, which is right outside of Topeka where he was born. So, moving was a little bit rough for him. He still had his friends back in Topeka, as well as he was making new friends in Gardner, Kansas. But the the lifestyle change was really, it was a lot different. It was unlike the the Loud City lifestyle, and there definitely wasn't as much diversity in this area than there was in the city. And that becomes... A major issue. Mm-hmm. That, that's, yeah. So Alonso, in his teen years became close with a group of guys. He met them through sports generally. It was said that he was an excellent football player and he's described as a beast on the field but also a nice guy to talk to off the field. So he just seemed overall like mm-hmm. fairly competitive but like yeah. a really really nice guy. It's just someone something that you could get along really well with mm-hmm. and so, um, this is a few years later. This is on April 3rd, 2004. Alonzo's friend heard about a party in <laughs> La Cien, Kansas, which is a little bit um, far away from where they are. It's a little bit over an hour, hour away, which in, in the article that I was reading, it they made it out to be like the longest thing ever. <laughs> So it was funny. quite entertaining because in high school I was I was used to like at least an hour drive to school. Yeah, well easily. You had the traffic. Yeah, I had well, traffic. They probably so.
1: don't have as much traffic, so it's probably more distance-wise an hour. Yeah, like where I'm from, we go we'll drive an hour to go like grocery shopping, mm-hmm. and that's normal. Like I used to drive an hour to go to work like multiple times a week during covid and so like yeah an hour is just though that's hilarious that they're like oh an hour is so long but yeah from like the rural perspective of like hour distance wise it's like no (laughs) and then an hour like um very city city traffic wise traffic you're like no you probably move like three feet in an hour Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it was said that this party was a going away party for someone who was joining the military
1: those can be wild.
0: Yeah and <laughs> they thought well we really don't have anything better to do right now let's let's go let's have some fun. They're all adults at this point they're um, mm-hmm. Alonzo himself is 23 or 24 mm-hmm. somewhere around there and 23 23 yeah but the one caveat to this is Alonzo and his friends weren't really close to anyone at the party. Ooh. So Justin Sprague, he was a friend of Alonzo. <laughs> And it said that he, <laughs> he picked him up friend. that night.
1: Friend. Oh, he has like above <laughs> the name. He just says like friend and then drawn an arrow.
0: <laughs> yeah. I forgot to write that he was the friend. So i was just like, you know, this, this will be good enough for me to remember. <laughs> but they plan to meet their other friends, uh, Daniel
1: and Tyler at
0: the party. So they this were, is, they were meeting people there.
1: This will show Andrew's true obsession of this case. He can't read his own handwriting. I know
0: I was writing so fast. I was so excited. My hand was hurting so bad. Justin claims that he saw Alonzo lacing up his boots and wearing his signature skull cap beanie. And remember those. The boots? Boots? And, and, the beanie. This, and the beanie, those so, those yeah. become very important.
1: Okay, and when you lace up boots, are hard. Depending on the boots, they're hard to take off. Yeah, Good boots you they won't are. be able to get off.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they. It was said that they were bigger boots because in practice a couple weeks ago, for whatever he, they were playing some sort of sport, and he like twisted his ankle, mm-hmm. and so he was still kind of recovering from that. So he had it like was bandaged up it
1: even more probably yeah. too just to keep your. Leg like that. Like, yeah, that's why you exactly. want to lace your ice skate. So yeah,
0: and they were they were bigger, taller boots so mm-hmm. that his ankle had more
2: support.
1: hmm mm-hmm. Okay, so laced up the boots and wore a skull cap beanie. Yep, skull okay. cap beanie. We're gonna remember that. Yes, remember that. Or those. you are because I <laughs> will probably forget.
0: <laughs> yeah, knowing you you probably would.
1: Oh, thanks. <laughs>
0: So, as I said before, the drive was over an hour, and neither knew what to expect, but they were excited. They were ready for an adventure, no matter what came their way. And, man, they got an adventure, for sure. Not in a good way, either. So, the closer to the party they got, the more rural it became, and, I mean, that's... that's... Fair. It's mm-hmm. the it's they were they were going to a party in a farmhouse So you oh, kind of expect barn that. Barn
1: parties mm-hmm. are fun.
0: So there became increasingly more and more cornfields and woods and actually in the farmhouse that they were at cornfields and woods completely surrounded it mm-hmm. And at one I point see. is a creek behind the house too. Now that, that becomes important later too Okay,
1: so there's a creek behind the house. He laced up his boots He's wearing a skull cap beanie.
0: <laughs> Remember those. <laughs> yes. If if you're curious about what it looks like, there is an aerial view um, that we're going to post on our Instagram once and all, and all of the social other socials way. and stuff too uh, when this episode drops. So go, go and check those out if you want a better uh, visual. So when they arrived there, their other friends that they were expecting to meet there were already there. The party was in full swing. So they they get there they're super excited so you know they just grab a couple of beers and join in the fun the people at the the party so the the party crowd were definitely very country people <laughs> and not city people wow um, it was they oh, okay. in, <laughs> it was a point made that there were lots of cowboy hats and I just kind of <laughs> found that that was funny but
1: hilarious
0: but Alonzo didn't really recognize many people he's it said that he recognized maybe five or six out of like the 50 to 60 plus that were in attendance of the party Mm -hmm. which is only a few people so that's kind of sketchy not knowing the vast majority that's kind of scary at least for me but
1: oh agreed
0: and most notably Alonzo was the only african-american at okay. the party,
1: yeah, I was kind of wondering about, yeah, because meant with being rural, you can definitely have one race, and they primarily tend to be Caucasian or white. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, and that's basically what it was. It was primarily Caucasian people, mm-hmm. and again, he was he was the only African American there. But Alonso didn't really care that much. It wasn't a whole. It was not a big deal for him. Um, But it was later reported by his friends and other partygoers that there was definitely some racial tension in the air. But Alonzo was having a great time. He was playing cards. He was also playing Flip Cup, which is a drinking game. I'm not sure if uh, you know it very well.
1: I can't say that I know it well.
0: Me either. I Googled it. So, don't look at my other. search history. <laughs> I swear I'm not playing drinking games or murdering oh, people. uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> but, yeah, it's uh, basically just a drinking game. Um, yeah.
1: Is it kind of like Pong?
0: Kind of. But you chug, chug a beer uh uh-huh. um, Oh, it's, and then try to flip the cup. Yeah, and then try to flip the cup. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yep. I've heard of it. I've definitely heard of it. Then. Yeah,
0: that's about my, ex- my the extent of my knowledge. I kind of realized that it was a drinking game. I figured it was, but I just Googled it just to make sure, and then I was like, all right, that's all they need to know. <laughs> so at this point, he's had quite a few drinks, and he might be drunk. It Doesn't... I don't know. I That's just kind of one of my guesses, is maybe he was a little bit inebriated, intoxicated. At least intoxicated. he was
1: probably at least a little intoxicated. Yeah
0: that one and slowly slowly the the night went on and alonzo's friends started leaving one after another so mm-hmm. the two friends that they were meeting there they ended up leaving um so at this point only justin and alonso were, were left there so that's him and his friend that he drove with yes and who is presumably his ride home
1: hopefully well <laughs> yeah hopefully a sober ride home don't drink and drive,
0: please. <laughs> yes, don't do that. That's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. We 100% out of 10 do not recommend that.
1: 100% out of 10 do not <laughs> recommend it, yes. <laughs> Even bad math included, we do not <laughs> recommend drinking and driving.
0: Yeah, I'm not here to study math. <laughs> Obvious, I know. <laughs> All right, and then it said that Justin goes out for a pack of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And he asks Alonzo if he wants to join him, but Alonzo's having a good time. He's yeah. kind of living living it up, and he's just, just like, no, just just got me a pack, too. So Oh, he's
1: driving to get a pack of cigarettes? Yes. Okay, I thought he was going to go out to smoke a cigarette. No,
0: he's going to go and buy some cigarettes. Okay. Sorry for the confusion there. So, yeah, Justin leaves, and he leaves Alonzo alone at the party. Oh, no.
1: Always have a buddy. Maybe I was just conditioned because I'm a woman, but always have a buddy at parties. Mm -hmm, I agree. Never leave a drink out.
0: (laughs) If you leave your drink somewhere, go get a new drink. Yes. So on his way to go and get cigarettes, Justin gets lost. (laughs) He's quoted to say, I took a wrong turn out of the driveway, got stuck on a gravel road, and ended up 30 minutes north of where I was supposed to be.
1: That... It happens yeah it, it does sense. it does
0: it's yeah it, it makes sense it, yeah there's some
1: roads where it's like it's there's the only road like you're just going and there's no turn off yep. and it's like if i was lost <laughs> which i am i'm screwed
0: yeah so justin realized that he's lost mm-hmm. he called a friend named adam and asked him to drive alonzo home and adam said that he would so, Alonzo and Adam didn't really know each other, but Justin n- had known Adam before the party, mm-hmm. and they were kind of trusted friends, I guess. So, he, mm-hmm. he trusted him enough with, with Alonzo, with, uh, who friend. was probably not entirely sober. and
1: Who should not, not be in the driving. Ra- yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, also, drunk people are a different breed, though, too, so they act yeah. different. Yeah. There are many strains of drunk people, but he sounds like he'd be a fun drunk person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, got yeah, he you
0: does. Know. He sounds like a nice guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Unfortunately, uh. Alonzo never made it back home that night. The next morning, Alonzo's mother received a phone call from someone who was looking for Alonzo.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I couldn't figure out who was the actual the person who was uh, looking for him, but she said, oh, I haven't seen him today, but she went to go and wake him up. So she goes into his room and then she sees that the bed is still made like it hasn't been touched no one slept in it he didn't come home last night Mm -hmm. and it was because of that that she immediately knew that something was wrong Mm -hmm. because he he was he was a good guy he always came home it was extremely unlike him to not come home and at least not Mm -hmm. to tell her
1: yeah that's the thing like even if he'd like sit off at like a motel or something, he would still probably just like leave a message on the answering machine like, hey, got late, stay in in here, we'll be home and we'll be home the next morning. Exactly. Oh, that makes me so sad.
0: Me too. So his mother started frantically calling all of Alonzo's friends. And then it became a game of, I thought he was with you. No, I thought he was with you. No, Mm -hmm. I thought you were supposed to take him home. No, because I I told this other person to take him home.
1: Mm -hmm. This is is why you make a game plan when you go to your parties. (laughs) Yes. Because there are too many cases like this where just when you're at a party and there's a lot of people and you're not thinking right because you're consuming alcohol or drugs... Please have a stick-to-game plan that you pre plan because there are too many cases where people are left behind and killed at parties. Yeah, for sure. We didn't want to cover them. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, no one knew where he was. Adam, who was the person... He was the friend of Justin's, who agreed to take him home that night. He said that he went to go find Alonzo that night and to take him home. But... He was told that Alonzo had gone home already, and so he's he didn't really think much of it. He I don't know. He just he yeah he didn't think much of it, and so he yeah, went home he, himself.
1: Yeah, and he really didn't know Alonso. Yeah. So he like there's no reason why he wouldn't trust that.
0: Yeah. the The only question that that sparks in my mind is, did he not know that he was Alonzo's really only way of getting home? Because he, he was know. an hour hour away and. Justin was really his only ride home so and then Adam now became his only ride home
1: Mm -hmm. and in rural areas and especially in 2004 you're not gonna have like uber and lyft like we've got now yeah but yeah in taxis there's no such thing as taxis (laughs) in my area like
0: too rural for that
1: yeah too rural
0: (laughs) so yeah Alonzo's mom Maria knew that this was really bad she Mm -hmm. she knew something was off so she tried filing a police report she immediately went but unfortunately she was told that she had to wait 48 hours which is absolute bs
1: it's baloney yes if you ever are trying to file a police report and are told you have to wait 48 hours keep calling keep calling irritate -hmm. Irritate them it's the rest it's the squeaky wheel that gets the the grease uh, yes grease that's where i was like oil Oh, the only thing that came to my mind was, like, WD-40. <laughs>
0: but, yeah, and it's statistically proven that the first 48 hours are the most important mm-hmm. in a missing persons case. Yeah, the most crucial. Yeah, those those are the most important. And after those first 48 hours, it becomes, like, 20% that they'll ever mm-hmm. be seen again. Yeah, or instead like of, like, 80% of or whatever.
1: Finding Yeah, the chances of finding the person or the chances of finding the perpetrator also decrease dramatically.
0: Yeah. And there's so much more chance that the whoever if there is foul play in in mm-hmm. um then the the victim will unfortunately not be alive. Okay, yeah. Yeah. At this point there is especially since it's a lot more of a rural area, my question and a, a lot of people have questioned this if racism was actually yeah, involved. If he
1: had been white, maybe they would have had more I don't want to say incentive, but they probably would have been more worried about it versus yeah. it, since he was black.
0: Yeah, and this is a repeating thing throughout this entire case oh, is no. that the the police kind of are very dismissive of this family, which is just awful. I hate that so I so much. That
1: whenever that happens in a case and yeah when the parents or when they're dismissive of the loved ones. It's like they're worried and they're worried for a reason.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I I wrote some not nice words in my notes, but <laughs>
1: which we, we do not need to say on the podcast, so we shall flip the page.
0: <laughs> so, at this point, Alonzo's best friend whose name was Rodney. It, this was his best friend from Topeka where he moved from. He comes and helps look for him. Mm-hmm. Um he gets in touch with Justin, who was the person who drove him. Um and he he agrees to take him to Lacine. I think that's how you pronounce it. That's how he pronounces it. Early, right?
1: it the first time. Oh, okay. okay,
0: so he agrees to take him <laughs> to Lacine where the party was at. So when they they get a group of friends together and then they they go up and they go up to the farmhouse. And they pull up to the farmhouse, they start inspecting the wood line nearby because mm-hmm. as I mentioned before, there, there was uh, the edge beans. of the woods like <laughs> right right by the, the farmhouse.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So they quickly found Alonzo's skullcap beanie right across the street from where the driveway was. Okay. And so they instantly recognized it as his. Mm-hmm. They were like, this is his. We know it for sure. And then soon after that, they found one boot. And then not long after that, they found a second boot.
1: That's, yeah, th- there was no accident then. Like, it's not like it would just fall off. Like, for sure. That was deliberate because he laced up his boots.
0: Yeah. It's really hard to get boots on and off. And they don't just come mm-hmm. off on accident. There was a very purposeful decision it's... to... Either by him or by someone who was forcing them off of his mm-hmm. body.
1: Yeah, and especially with his injured ankle, he would have been taking extra care to lace yeah. it up even tighter.
0: For sure. So Rodney uh, says that they weren't hidden at all, and it looked like someone had just tossed him out the window from the driveway from, like, a car. Mm-hmm. Like, if if they were say say that there was foul play involved in this if they kind of just threw <laughs> threw him th- through a body yeah. in like the back seat or the trunk or whatever and just kind of threw the other stuff away
1: tried to get rid of the evidence and they just tossed it
0: yeah exactly so soon after they found these three things they were kicked off the property pretty forcefully not necessarily violently per se but the owner forcefully took them off of the premises.
1: Oh, that's, it's, I am mean, yeah, I feel bad because it's like, I can kind of understand like you don't want people snooping around yep. like where you live, like totally understand that. But when you have like the concern of a murder investigation, no, that's. Just...
0: I feel like that's uh, extenuating circumstances. I would let yes, you search like my. More... Above <gasps> the
1: me. normal, of, like, oh, I don't like you poking around versus like, no, you're looking for somebody and they <laughs> may be in need of dire help.
0: Yeah. So this is that first thing is what starts at least in my mind thoughts that maybe they're trying to cover something up.
1: True. Yeah. Because like when you've got something like that and they're like they're like oh get off it's a property yeah that's it's kind of fishy or they might be doing something else fishy that they don't want that exactly someone across. You never know. I mean, it, it's rural K- Kansas. You <laughs> you never know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, um, at this point, Alonso's friends, family, and family of friends began coming to search the the surrounding area of, like, the town um, and stuff otherwise like that. And it was reported that they felt watched constantly. And they wondered if people were just curious about a people... Uh, sorry, African-American people in a white neighborhood uh... or if they were... They were truly unwelcome and there was some underlying racism going on in there, yeah, which could, would not surprise me yeah, in the slightest.
1: That one not surprise me either, but maybe another third option, just from being from a small town, nothing happens in small towns. That's true too. Like They could have just been very like, oh, this is something big that's mm-hmm. going on, and so it could have just piqued their interest. That could be another option. That
0: That is true as well, but, but at this point... I
1: think the first few are probably... The more likely ones?
0: At this point, they were being completely dismissed, and it was not a big thing at all. Um, they... They found
1: his boots.
0: <laughs> yeah, and nobody really did anything about it.
1: Oh, I hate that.
0: Yes, but before much investigation could be done, the property that the party happened at quickly become bare and vacant. It's like someone just wiped everything completely, and, like, the party or anyone actually living there seemed like it never happened at all. That's
1: suspicious. Oh, and another thing to kind of worry about, like, the first 48 hours thing, if you're in a farming community, a lot of the evidence can be, like, if it's during, like, the farming season, you said it's, like, April, Mm -hmm. which is, like, when people are—well, we're a little farther—we're quite a bit farther north, so we won't have the same time frame with doing farming activities, but they're going to be, like, tilling the land— and using large machinery on it, and that's going to change the evidence mm-hmm. and destroy evidence. So, yeah, that's another reason why...
0: Yeah, for sure. Yes. So, the the property was completely wiped, and it did come out that the property was a rental and that mm-hmm. the tenants had been evicted.
1: Oh, okay, that makes sense why they're going to completely wipe yeah, it. Yeah, for
0: sure. And it was unclear as to whether the tenants themselves were the ones throwing the party Or if it was kind of just a vacant place and somebody else had seen that and decided to throw a party there. Mm -hmm. But at this point, Alonzo's brother and his Alonzo's brother's wife went to the Lacine Sheriff. And as I was saying before, they were quickly dismissed.
1: Not again. They
0: were basically told the same thing, that they have to wait. And they were legitimately told that he would show up, that he was just out there walking somewhere and that he would eventually show up.
1: Yeah, he's just walking around with an injured ankle without his boots. Yes.
0: And it was said to have been raining like a lot and it was dreary weather and that mm-hmm. there was a lot of rain coming down. And...
1: That would make me even more concerned because the concern of hypothermia. Right.
0: And Alonzo's brother's wife brought that up to the police and yeah. was like, he doesn't have his shoes. Who is just yeah. out walking in, in the rain and without have their his shoes? He either. So right. he's losing even more Exactly. Heat so,
1: because you lose so much heat out of the top mm-hmm. of your head.
0: Yeah. So there's obviously something wrong. And everybody is just ignoring it. <sighs> it's, again, kind of leads to to there's, to the racism thing mm-hmm, unfortunately
1: unfortunately the prevalence of it yeah and oh it's maddening
0: it really is i was so mad when i that's part of the reason why i felt so strongly about this case mm-hmm. it was definitely the underlying racism in the the minds of these rural people It's mm-hmm. kind of why i wanted to Paul Filla, who was a uniformed deputy at the time, was sent to take the initial search and report. His report reads, Alonzo wasn't in the house. We walked by the creek bed that night. There was no indication that he was there. I reported negative contact with Alonzo or anyone at all there. And this case was turned over to the KBI. End quote. The KBI is the Kansas Bureau of Investigations. So it's kind of just one of their more state statewide, more mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah. investigation units, mm-hmm. is what I'm thinking. So, and from this, remember that they did search the creek.
1: Okay, they said they searched the creek. Or yes. at least they said they did.
0: They, they said they did. So the once the KBI was called in, they were started to be taken at least a little bit more seriously. Oh, yeah. Which is definitely good and mm-hmm. definitely was a very good thing.
1: About time. <laughs> yeah. But for just an ounce seriously, like probably not seriously enough not taken serious enough to really Yeah. But...
0: And that a little in a little bit that severely comes into question. Oh no. Severely. So the after this, the next eleven days were filled with extensive searches.
1: Eleven?
0: Eleven days. Yep. They searched the property and surrounding areas, and this was led by, again, the the KBI and a special branch of their evidence recovery team. So they searched the creek bed, they had air scent tracking dogs that they patrolled around and see if they could smell anything, but they couldn't. They even had aerial search via helicopters. And then I believe that it this was like an outside company that they brought in. It's Lee's Summit Underwater Rescue and Dive mm. Team.
1: How deep is the creek? It can't be that deep.
0: No, it wasn't. It was only said to be like six feet, I think. Oh, that's um, actually pretty deep. It was either six or three, which is very different. <laughs> yeah. Let's. Yeah, okay. It like was. Three feet it was, like... at most, three feet deep.
1: Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, that does make more I'll sense. Say, if it's six feet deep, that's like a river.
0: Yeah. Okay. So the creek was at most three feet deep, and in a lot of places wasn't even that deep. But unfortunately, they all found nothing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There was no evidence found and absolutely no indication of what might have happened at all. So either good or nor bad, and there really weren't any signs that he was there at all. Hundreds of interviews with partygoers and Alonzo's friends were conducted while these other searches were happening. Alonzo's friends were interrogated for many hours a day for many days on end. So that it was just a lot and it was, I'm sure it was an awful stressful Mm -hmm. time for them. And I I can't even imagine to, to think uh, of what, what kind of stuff that they were going through at this point, but even throughout all of this, it was reported that the police were still extremely dismissive and they, it almost seemed like they were just going through the motions and didn't, they didn't care at all. Mm-hmm. It, there wasn't that need to find him. They were just doing what they were told to do and what they were supposed to do, which is really, really sad. Every, mm-hmm. in my opinion, every life has value. Yeah, and,
1: and every if, case matters.
0: Yeah, for sure. And that, that, that one missing person, I will do everything in that, that I can do to, mm-hmm. to like find them.
1: Oh, agreed.
0: But yeah, so that's really sad that they were just super dismissive. And again, it probably goes back to that racism. Mm-hmm. Um, they
1: probably thought, oh, he just wandered off.
0: Yeah, yeah, they- He's like,
1: even if he wandered off, after 11 days, there's, like, search and rescue. Exactly, exactly. So 11 and, days is a long time to be missing. And, and the, the
0: family was infuriated that oh, nothing was really happening. of course, they should be. Yeah.
1: I'm infuriated. Me
0: too. There were sheriff reports that many polygraphs were taken, but in truth, there were polygraphs, a lot- Polygraphs crap. Yeah, not to mention polygraphs are I hate polygraphs. They're they're absolutely so crap. So much.
1: They like I'll mm-hmm. read about it. Like I cannot like the amount of hatred I have for polygraphs. Is
0: yeah, they're huge. they're not reliant and they don't stand up as credible evidence in court no. at all.
1: But they're viewed as like God and like yeah. you can't cross it. But like no, you It's not. Can. It's just purely measuring the body's responses. Yeah, and like people can beat it.
0: Oh yeah. For and sure. people
1: can fail it who are innocent. They're just nervous, yep. which is totally normal.
0: Mm-hmm. That is.
1: And like, or they like just distraught. Like, if you're if you're worried about your friend being missing, you're gonna fail it. So if you're failing the polygraph, that would be totally understandable. Then I would understand where you failed the polygraph because you are nervous, and you're worried about your friend versus like you passed it. Yeah. Like I'd be more concerned about the people who passed it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, the the sheriff reports that there were a lot of those taken, but in reality, there weren't actually that many that were taken. A lot of partygoers lawyered up and refused to take the tests, but the sheriff did not mention that in any of his Mm. reports. So, he was... It kind of seemed like he was trying to make it seem like he was doing a better job than he was actually doing. But Alonzo's family was really very worried. They were calling the KBI every single day, which understandable. They wanted updates as soon as they could. And unfortunately they kept getting no, no answers. answers. Like there, there wasn't anything else found.
2: Um,
0: and they were repeatedly told to stay away from the search area. And at one point it's reported that they were even told to stop calling and to let the KBI do their jobs.
1: Which I can understand, but you've got to understand, like, the people that are yeah. so concerned. And just, like, maybe if they could just meet with the KPI, just to have that level of reassurance of just, like, being being able to look someone in the eye and just be like, I have this concern, and just be like, I understand, we're, I'm trying to help you. Yeah, for sure. Just and that level of reassurance, but, oh. Yeah.
0: And it's, it's kind of unclear, like, how that was said, if it was meant in a nasty way, I mean, or if I'm they were kind of you. just... <laughs> pestered i guess by the family
1: or mm-hmm. just you but need to take care of yourself please stop calling it exactly
0: to bed. exactly Literally. so that's kind of unclear when I was originally reading it i was i kind of took it in a, a negative light but mm-hmm. I was also already kind of focusing yeah. on the racism thing so kind of everything that was happening in my mind was uh in really in, sure. an, in in a negative light mm-hmm. so yeah after almost a month the the family was finally allowed to search themselves. So they got, they got a search party together of friends, families, um, and everyone who was willing to go and search. So the search party was formed and so the search party was made and the plans were formed. And this is when things get weird. No, I mean, not weird, but okay. So not long after they started, Alonzo's uncle, or some say his father and a close family member. So I'm thinking that it's probably his father, Alonzo's father and Alonzo's uncle were searching together. Mm-hmm. They went to go get a look by a white shed, but as they were approaching, something from the creek caught their eye.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They went, they got further to the creek, and they discovered 23-year-old Alonzo's mm-hmm. dead body. He had been deceased yeah. at this point oh and, well, that's so sad yes it comes out that it was very decomposed at this point because this has been almost a month after he went mm-hmm. missing
1: yeah and it's like that's suspicious though because like your bodies, like if it was in the creek it's going to be noticeable especially if it's max three feet deep and also mm-hmm. bodies don't sink dead bodies float yep they have so much gas that's released. Really that like yep yeah, which they can lift cinder blocks it is terrifying yeah and also slightly amazing but like <laughs> for sure to, for sure if the body had been there and if the kbi had and the sheriff had truly been doing their job they would have seen something
0: yes which that we'll we'll we get see. into those things that a little bit question. in a little bit yeah. but it really raises the question of whether, whether or not they were truly doing their job mm-hmm. or not yes. but
1: i understand like saying oh you can't go to the crime scene to the family because you don't want the tampering of evidence yeah that's understandable and yeah there needs to be that level because like you don't want that would probably ruin the family it's like oh you stepped on this footprint and now we don't have anything yeah. and so like it's understandable but yeah it could also be used to like oh don't come out because like yeah we're not actually doing anything
0: yeah exactly exactly so after they came across the body, they radioed the rest of the group of searchers, and they said, quote, we've got him, we've got Zoe, which was um, his nickname.
1: It's such a sweet nickname. <laughs> I know.
0: Alonzo's brother, Billy, got the radio message from his uncle with the location of the body, and uh, he had to be physically restrained so that he didn't go and, like, Hold his brother and disturb the crime scene. Mm-hmm. He was absolutely destroyed.
1: That's understandable. And like an older sibling to younger sibling, it mm-hmm. was like I have a younger sibling, and just the amount of like protection, just yeah, love that you have for you, that you should have for your younger sibling is so much. Yeah, and so oh, that makes that hurts my heart. <laughs>
0: yeah. So at this point, the body had been found, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of when all help breaks loose a little bit. So pretty much all of the agencies that were just done looking, they all came back.
1: They're like, oh crap, <laughs> oh, we missed something. <laughs>
0: exactly. So Alonzo's family held hands and gave a press conference while Alonzo's body was being transported for examination.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then, so this is when we get to Dr. Eric mitchell which oh, oh. i will get to why i hate him so much but i do not like this man for so many different reasons Oh no! but at this point we don't know that so yay <laughs> autopsy oh
1: no that's autopsy so are so important they
0: are and it he didn't do well and he, i will explain why so dr eric mitchell He was the initial forensic pathologist who reported at the autopsy. His description of the body was, quote, Decomposing, it was fully clothed, with several personal items, including a ring. He says other things like, quote, There were no penetrating injuries as causes of death. No evidence of sharp force injury. No gunshot.
1: Okay, so no knives, no guns. Exactly.
0: Exactly. He goes on and says, uh, could he have drowned? Yes, but there was no specific anatomical signs to show drowning.
1: That he could, didn't drown.
0: Could he have been strangled? Yes, but the soft tissue was gone. If he's been okay. beaten, there's nothing left identifiable.
1: You still have the hyoid bone. That's what you check if there's yeah. strangling, even when there is a body. I know. Because your hyoid, Fun fact, your hyoid bone is the only bone that's not attached to other bones. Yeah, and it's like the base of your tongue, and so it will break. It mm. kind of it's over your trachea, and it will break if somebody is.
0: I think it's possible to strangle someone without breaking that bone, it but it's highly, highly unlikely. Very so difficult to not because because of everything that was decomposed already, That's because like, it had been pretty yeah. much a month. Yeah, a um, long time. It had been a while, so everything was pretty decomposed. So mm-hmm. he he claimed that he couldn't. Uh, that there was nothing identifiable about that okay. if he's been beaten, there's nothing left identifiable I do not know the circumstances of his death I do not know the circumstances of his death whether it was an accident or whether it was purposeful Involvement end quote. So basically he didn't do didn't know though. <laughs> he yeah, he he literally said I don't know anything which infuriates me because there was and and I'll get into this but there was so much more that he could have done and he just said oh I don't know but he didn't do anything else he didn't look for anything else
1: it's a suspicious death like even if it was accidental like you just wanna he didn't have his boots on that's the thing that's getting me like Mm -hmm. he clearly didn't have his boots on and like maybe he threw them off but he most likely wouldn't given the danger of, like, well, what his ankle was going through. And also, why the heck are you going to take your boots off when you're going outside? Especially exactly. in the middle of the night. You're, you're not going to sure. see and you're going to step on a rusty nail. Yeah. It hurts. It, <laughs> like I the bet. dickens.
0: I bet. The report officially came out saying that his cause and manner of death was ruled undetermined. Ugh. Which it, is so stupid. Because it obviously... suspicious, Right, but... In it, it was just undetermined, so there was no level of suspicion. Oh, mm-hmm. So it could have it could have been filed as a suspicious death. Yeah, it but could it have wasn't. Been, but they, it wasn't. They just kind of shoved it to the side and was just like, oh, "This okay. is fine."
1: Now I can see why. You
0: but don't it's understand. not. So because of this, rumors spread very fast, both locally and online. Uh oh. Investigators won't confirm nor deny most of these rumors, but it it kind of came out that in many of the interviews that they were conducting, there was a consistency of racial tension in the stories mm-hmm. that they were hearing. Makes sense. It's, mm-hmm. it's a bunch of rural white people and a black dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah,
1: there's definitely...
0: Yeah, I know. There was also one other uh, rumor that was... Said a lot, and it was suspected by many people that Alonzo had been jumped by a, a group of guys.
1: Yeah, it, it's possible, and mm-hmm. if he seemed he seemed like a very big, like the party guy, and some people are very jealous when they're drunk. Yeah, and so he could have been maybe just being friendly with somebody's like girlfriend or something, and mm-hmm. then they got mad at him. Yeah, and then because yeah, people make no sense when they're drunk.
0: Yeah, and part of part of that rumor was uh, this is a slightly less corroborated part of it, but it is said that he was flirting with, or sorry, that a white girl was flirting with him, Mm -hmm. and again, being country people, they might not take too kindly to that.
1: That's fair. Yeah, that's definitely because, like, yeah, there's still very much. Issues with like, or people see issues with biracial relationships. Exactly, exactly. Which is so unfortunate, but. I agree. Yeah, because it's definitely very it's possible that people would get mad at that.
0: Yeah. And because of such claims, the FBI became involved to mm-hmm. investigate if this was a hate, a hate crime. crime. Yeah.
1: For sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. And at this point, yeah, so the FBI became involved, but I think they ruled that it was not a hate crime. Um, yeah, you be-, be more... Because it kind of, after a little while, became cold again. They didn't really have any leads, and the FBI did- was not involved anymore.
1: Yeah, and you think, I mean, based on the autopsy, we don't know how it died. <laughs> exactly. But in a lot of hate crimes, they tend to be very public about why they did it more so if it was an organized hate crime, it's very like they'll say why and give the reasoning and just blast the minority group that they attacked when it was a hate crime. So yeah, so if it was, but if it was a spur of the moment, it would've been very violent. though, when when you have so much hint up rage and just anger and hatred towards a person, which is so unfortunate. <laughs> mm-hmm. That I agree. yeah, it's gonna be overkill and yeah, you you will definitely see the matter of death. I'm kind of mad about that. Yeah, like yeah. I can understand there's a point when it's just like, oh yeah, you really can't tell professionally how they died. Yeah, but you can still like you're you're not just looking at the body, you're looking at the circumstances around the mm-hmm.
0: body. For sure, and I'll I'll get a, uh, into this a little bit more, but it was very clear that this doctor in particular was more worried about covering his own butt than what actually happened to this body.
1: Yeah, to the party. Which is
0: so sad. Yeah. It's complete negligence on his part.
1: hmm
0: But so a couple of questions that are raised from after this are why hadn't Alonzo's body been found earlier? He had been missing for twenty seven days that's and so long. His body was only six hundred and fifty feet from where the party was.
1: Yeah, that's so suspicious.
0: All of the agencies that were involved in investigating, including the other company that we talked about, the the diving company, they all claimed that the body had not been there before, and that if it had, they would have seen it. Which makes sense. If if you missed that, it was in a very obvious spot. If you missed that, you're doing something wrong.
1: Yeah, and they saw it from a distance when it was quite decomposed, and that's not easy. So, like, if it was, yeah, if it was there from that night, they would have seen it.
0: So, the sheriff... Believes that the body may have been placed sometime after the police's last search.
1: Yeah, it could have been that or another possibility is it could have been unearthed. Mm-hmm. So if somebody had like buried it or something, like because how since those homeowners didn't want anybody on their property, mm-hmm. they could have yeah tried to dispose of it somewhere and it could have been unearthed and moved by animals. But you think the bones would be more scattered and not in, in, more intact. Yep. Skeleton.
0: Yeah, so there was a rumor started that Alonzo had been stored in a meat locker or a chest freezer Alonzo's own brother claims that the body was not bloated like it had been in water So like if if the body had been in water, it would have been more bloated mm-hmm. and
1: yeah, it you wasn't it, you delay the decomposition Yeah, so, so that would make sense. Well, you, but you can see freezing though when when with people's during autopsies You can clearly see freezing
0: it was a really crappy autopsy, mm-hmm. but yeah, Alonzo's brother said that his color looked normal, like the color of his skin and everything. It looked mm-hmm. normal.
1: It would have been, it, yeah, like It was
0: almost as if he was still alive. He described it as.
1: Then there, then you would have been able to see the cause of death, like, because it makes it, because the autopsy, it made it sound like there just wasn't enough there to see. But like from what the brother is saying, like he had flesh
0: on him still. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. And there were several personal items that were found on him that were in pristine condition. Stuff like papers, receipts, cards, and his wallet that if he were in the water would not be in pristine condition anymore. For
1: sure not paper.
0: So that definitely goes to question the validity of if he was really in the river for that long or not. Like the
1: He had to be hidden somewhere, yeah. sheltered. Yeah, because they, even if it was just in the woods, the chances of it raining in twenty seven days in April really high.
0: So as as I was just starting to mention, everyone else disagrees. Doctor Eric Mitchell definitely mm-hmm. disagrees. He says that he says that Alonzo could have been caught up on a branch elsewhere and floated downstream or down to where he was found. Mm-hmm. Um, He's quoted to say, quote, there's no way to know if someone has been frozen and defrosted. The body is consistent with being in the creek for 30 days, but I can't tell the circumstances of how he ended up there. Most people who dispose of bodies do it for convenience. Dumping his body there was not convenient. Which I don't agree with, like, anything that man it's just like said.
1: the most convenient. Yeah. I want to work.
0: Yeah, especially since if the killer, if they think if they thought that um, the police were done searching, because they were, (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and he just dumped it there, just because that's probably not where they would look again.
1: Yeah, it would make sense. Why, why if you didn't find anything there, why waste your time and go back?
0: Yeah, exactly. So the KBI concluded that quote no evidence or information came from the investigation indicating that his death was a crime. For this reason, the investigation into his death was closed. End quote, Ugh. which I wrote in my notes. That's absolute BS. It was obviously under it was under suspicious circumstances, yeah. and it was I don't know. It was just obvious, at least to me, that mm-hmm. it was not okay. <laughs> but yeah, we'll get more into the theories and concerns of the Doctor Eric Mitchell's um, <laughs> theory. I'm ready um, for
1: this. I hope you drag this man through the mud.
0: <laughs> I have a whole page of notes of cool. why he sucks <laughs> and why he is absolutely not credible whatsoever. Don't mm-hmm. sue us, by the way. Um, so <laughs> but yeah, I I don't I don't. It's it's not great.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's just so horrible. Yeah, because like because they just focus because they like because they always say like oh science is indisputable you know, right the whole point of science is that it is disputable exactly cause that's the, you you dispute other people's science to find the truth and so like you want to f- make you try to make science that's undisputable but it's gonna eventually y'all be just from like we used to believe all these different crazy things like yeah the earth was flat or it's not flat or the earth was hollow like there's still people that believe the Earth is flat, Oh, wild, yeah. And that
0: terrifies and, and me. And people that believe the Earth is flat, too.
1: That, too. But, like, I think people, flat-earthers are more as a joke, but there's some people, like, genuinely believe that the Earth is flat. The ancient aliens did an episode on it. Oh, yeah. And, like, just the... You could it's That's not how the Earth works. Yeah. That would destroy <laughs> all the... Like, the entire basis of geology. We'd yep. just be thrown out of the window.
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, not storing... Skeletons and body parts correctly.
1: Oh, that is so big.
0: Yeah, that's that that's can huge.
1: Change the evidence right. so much. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So he was forced to resign after that. And previously, in New York, in a different case, he had changed the time of death during the trial, when the prosecution's entire case was built around the original time of death. So what? he basically just completely ruined the prosecution's <gasps> case, which just completely tampered with the entire trial. It.
1: Yeah. You can't just do that. Right. And, and so, like, I mean, yeah. you, you could, you have a range of a time of death. Mm-hmm. Like it's not overly an exact science, but still to completely change the time. Cause yeah, that will d- destroy an entire case.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And this had immense consequences. What once seemed to be an open and shut case, resulted in a hung jury
1: mm-hmm.
0: so justice was not served during that trial
1: i hope some of the consequences went back to him
0: hopefully but i mean in in a way they did because he resigned after this case i mean but after he resigned in new york anyways then in a, a different different case um a man was convicted for murder but was released after twelve years. After Mitchell changed his testimony to say the death was suicide and not murder.
1: What? That's so. If this person that w- was innocent. He just put an innocent person in jail for twelve years. For
0: twelve years.
1: That is so long. It
0: is. It's. It's a long time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And for it's for something he did not do. Yeah. So it,
1: and if it was a guilty person, then we might have, like, another Arthur Shawcross. <laughs> which, he, I mean, he wasn't released on changed evidence. He was released on probation because apparently he behaved well, even though he was a horrible person. Yeah. But, yeah, you just, when there's evidence, you can kind of say, oh, there there has been a change in evidence later, which has, uh, has exonerated many innocent people. But, oh, you can't just do it willy-nilly.
0: Yeah. And in at least one more case. A defendant is appe- he's appealing his the verdict in his case due to what Mitchell had testified. So all of these things stacked upon this now recent case just in at least in my opinion absolutely like gives him no credit at all. It completely destroys any credibility that he once had.
1: He just seems like a man with a superiority complex. <laughs> like I want to be yeah. more important than I right, am. Right,
0: exactly. Yeah, and yeah, it it definitely definitely did seem like that.
1: Especially cuz like yeah, he was quoted for overstepping the boundaries. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's very traumatic and superiority complex. The <laughs> to make that a <laughs> adverb or mm-hmm. an adjective.
0: Yeah. So, after exhumation of the body in July of 2020, a new autopsy was performed by an FBI forensic pathologist. Couldn't find their name, but in... We're
1: doing well out there whatever your name is. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and the official statement about that just came out, actually, uh, on April 4th, uh, 2022. (laughs) Um, It reads, quote, we know that Alonzo Brooke died under very suspicious circumstances. Hmm. I wonder why. Yeah. (laughs) This new, sorry, what were you saying?
1: I was going to say, couldn't tell.
0: (laughs) This new examination by a whole team of the world's best forensic pathologists and experts established it was no accident. Alonzo Brooke was killed.
1: The whole the whole case was suspicious. Yeah, the, he should have because isn't it practice that the um, that the pathologist might go out and see the crime scene, or at least know other details around it. So Probably they can make it better because like you can't just science in a vacuum. And yeah, so you think that they'd have to see other details outside so they might have a hint of where to look at mm-hmm. otherwise you're just wasting time and money
0: yeah for sure but and I, I I do believe that the original person the dr Mitchell he did see the crime scene and where the body was found he did go I, I believe he did go and explore that creek okay. he because he eventually he does talk about like how his theory was that the the body kind of just got like caught on a log or something and that's why they didn't see it and then it kind of came free to to where the the family had found it which is obviously just not true
1: i mean if you had like a river searching like these aquatic teams searching it's not just t- caught on a log right for sure they are professionals and they have found many of things of evidence that are way harder to find than just something caught on a log or yeah a body caught sure. on a log
0: yeah The new report goes on to say, we are doing everything we can and will spare no resources to bring those responsible to justice. The new autopsy focuses on injuries to parts of Brooke's body that the examiner concluded are inconsistent with normal patterns of decomposition, End quote. So it sounds like he's finally getting the justice that he needed. He His case is finally getting looked at by people who aren't just completely dismissing it as nothing. Know, Seems like, like they're time. actually caring a little bit. So yeah I agree It it is about time
1: They'll be able to find something
0: Yeah hopefully But since this is all still under investigation They won't release the cause of death itself But it has His like manner of death Has now changed to homicide Which is an extremely
2: good It's a big step forward Yeah it's such a good step forward
1: It was Yeah what what was it before But nothing like Unconclusive Unconclusive or undecided Yeah Something like that. So, Hello, what was that. Like nothing suspicious about it. Like Yeah. And so it's good though that they're gonna have somebody looking into it because yeah, this is important. And hopefully he'll get justice. We're definitely gonna update you if we get if there is a big break in the case.
0: Yes. It was originally ruled as undetermined. Undetermined
1: yep. That is the word yeah. <laughs> in the English language. But yeah, if there yep. is a big break, we will a hundred percent update you on it.
0: Yes, for sure. I'm I've been really passionate about this case and so I will definitely be keeping tabs on it and continuing seeing what I can find and There will I'll definitely update you guys and maybe we can just do like a mini update episode Mm -hmm. if anything new comes out But until then the FBI won't release much from the interviews but they there seemed to be a code of silence between everyone that attended the party so the other party goers are seeming to be tight-lipped. Mm-hmm. So, because of that, they are hoping that the more press that this case gets, the the more likely it is that they'll start talking because they'll start to feel the pressure and not to mention where they might have been like 16 to 22 years old at the time, they're now upwards of 40 years old. So, It could be that someone's conscience is starting to weigh on them. And I'm kind of hoping that something like that happens so that this family can finally get justice and they can figure out who actually did this to their son. And they can kind of have that closure and put this all to rest finally.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hopefully some, yeah, now that hopefully we'll get more press and then... So yeah, somebody either will come in because they have a guilty conscience or come in because they think it's about time that this person deserves justice or just somebody slips up and says something and mm-hmm. that could be a big break in the case. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You never know what might happen or they might find some other new evidence some somehow, somewhere. I don't mm-hmm. know. It w- This was a case that happened like 18 years ago at this point, but hopefully...
1: Yeah, now it's Hopefully. about eighteen years ago. Yeah,
0: it was just over just over eighteen years, I believe, because the wow. April third two thousand four was the uh, original date of the party. So, yeah, the just over 18, eighteen years, years. old. <laughs> wow. So yes,
1: now illegal adults.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the in. One last note: FBI is offering a hundred thousand dollar reward for any information possible. But yeah, so that's pretty much all of the information that I have on this case at this point.
1: Until then, you can check us out on all of our socials. We have a lot, such as Facebook
0: <laughs> at C N H uh, Pod and Twitter C N H Podcast, Instagram C N H Pod,
1: TikTok C N H Pod. And then we also have a Gmail you can email us on or try to start a conversation or give us a case that you think could use either some more press or just more people talking about it.
0: Yeah, anything anything that you guys really want for us to do or you just want to, want to tell us anything, just mm-hmm. please feel free to email us there. Um, it's cnhpod at gmail.com. So yeah, and on, on our socials, uh, we post teasers for the next episodes, usually a, a couple of days before the episode actually comes out we have random true crime memes they, as <laughs>
1: they are so true the li- one the ones that andrew posted with like this is what i look like watching serial killer documentaries is so true andrew looks just like that and it's it is slightly it's really terrifying
0: yeah we were, we were watching a live show and uh, of a, a true crime podcast and it was scarily accurate to how i was at that mm-hmm. point he had his head okay. in
1: his hands just like that in Big grin on his face.
0: Yeah. It, th- think think of that, that image. Go look at it. If you haven't, turn it into a boy, and that's me.
1: <laughs> Very much so. Yeah, now that kind of makes me want to lock my doors now. I'm <laughs> nervous. Why? I think that's self-explanatory.
0: I'm scared of myself.
1: <laughs> you should be.
0: But yeah, and then also we have uh, pictures on there from each of the cases, just so that it's easier for you guys to 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 put faces to names that we're talking about and hopefully getting, and you guys can hopefully get a, a little bit of a better visual re- representation of what we're talking about. And those are released at pretty much the same time as the episodes release. So yeah. We, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we hope we will hear from you soon, or we hope you listen to the next episode, which will be out soon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we wanted to thank you so much for listening. We enjoy just you joining in on our conversation. And so if you ever want to talk directly to us, our socials are all open. But until then, have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll hopefully t- have another conversation with you soon.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, see you next time.
1: Bye.